never let them stop your grind And when it's time, don't ever let them stop your shine Why? Cause you work hard to get there When you get stuck, look up, don't just sit there There's haters regardless, just do what you do You ain't through till it's finished, man, that's what winners do Hey guys and welcome back to Maddie Casanzo's podcast. We're going to jump straight into it today. This is going to be short and sweet. I got asked this question and I was like, I can make a little mini podcast on this. Um, and I'm also videoing, so hopefully you can make some Instagram content as well. But this question is like, what are some factors that contribute to successful and effective coaching? Now, this was a cool one because there's obviously a number of things, number of things that uh, contribute to this but um, to be I think to be a successful coach like you need to be able to have f- effective communication skills and hear me stumbling over my words anyways but yeah you need to be able to communicate you need to be able to communicate with athletes but also with parents and officials I think that is super important people forget that they think that they just need to communicate with one kid or two kids or two or three athletes I shouldn't just call them kids uh, but they also need to be able to effectively communicate with parents um, and officials, referees, you know, marshals, whoever they are. You need to be able to uh, communicate with a number of different people, also physios, doctors, other coaches, all those sorts of things coming to play. So I think communication skills is probably one of the most, if not the most important thing when becoming a coach because also that ties in with how well you train them, how you un- run drills, all those sort of things. Communication is number one. But you also need to understand how athletes learn in different ways. You know, they have different abilities, they have different skill levels, um, and you need to be able to adapt to it. So I think that is super important. So if you're a coach or a trainer or whoever listening to this, even mom and dad, you know, you need to remember just because what works for you may not work for the athlete or just because it works for the old brother or sister or the other athlete doesn't mean it's going to work for this one, this athlete or this kid. So being able to identify that um, and change the way you communicate and teach is really, really important. Um, I think another thing too is uh, to be an effective coach, you need to be able to set proper boundaries for both yourself and the players and the parents and everyone else. I think a well-balanced environment um, with a level of discipline and respect between the coaches, the athletes, the parents, the officials is really, really important. So making known what your values are and what you're about as a coach and what you believe in, um, that really needs to be, I think, laid out at the beginning um, as well as making sure everyone like understands what is acceptable um, and what isn't because that actually reduces any unnecessary stress throughout obviously the season or the training session or anything like that. So like a lot of, for example, like a lot of my parents know now that they have to drop their kids to the gym. They can't stay. They can go for a walk, whatever. They can't be there. So then the kids can open up. They can be themselves. They can be more relaxed in that environment. So I think that is important to lay that out straight away. But also with the kids, like they know when they come to their session that they know that they need to be early, foam rolled, stretched and warm up ready to go so that we can get straight into our session. And then when I'm talking, you know, they're not talking obviously. And when I ask a question, they look at me in the eyes and they talk to me properly. Like that is setting ground rules. That is setting those boundaries in that respect level as well. I think obviously, like I said at the start, communication, but actually being able to demonstrate things. So... Um, 
being able to demonstrate and actually teach and educate is an important thing for a coach. So you can be a good leader, but you actually need to be able to educate people and you actually need to be able to um, show someone what they can do because not all of them learn just by you talking to them, but it's actually they learn by seeing someone do it as well. So I think that is in super, super important. Um, they need to have a great understanding, obviously, of the sport or what they're teaching um, and they need to be able to break it down for any athlete at any level with any sort of skills. So um, something I always say to uh, my kids, but also I have a few PTs obviously that are doing work experience with me. And I say to them, if you can't break it down and be able to teach whatever you're learning to a five-year-old, you don't know it enough. So you need to be able to know your topic or whatever you're teaching that well that you can break it down and simplify it as best as you can so that a five-year-old can learn it, you know, and then that's when you know your stuff. Yeah. So you need to be educated in your field, I think is super important. These are all important, you know, and when you become a coach, um, I think this could just be my personal opinion, you know, but you need to have some sort of understanding of emotions and dealing with success, but also dealing with setbacks and failures are key to supporting an athlete because not every athlete, you know, is going to have an easy run. They're not going to be injury free, win every single game, win every single race, you know, and just and just come out on top straight away. You know, that that's like the minority. So the majority of athletes, they have injuries, they have setbacks, they lose games. So you as a coach need to understand emotions. Um, and that's why I started studying sports psychology because I think it is really interesting to understand how someone thinks and that no one thinks the exact same. No matter if your brother or sister brought up the same, mom, dad, you know, husband, wife, whatever it is, everyone thinks slightly different, no matter who you are. So being able to understand that and understand emotions as a coach um, or a trainer or whatever is super, super important to actually obviously open up that communication pathways and really improve that athlete's ability. Because if we can figure out how you feel when you're injured, you can obviously relate to that athlete better. So obviously I always say my injuries are the best things that ever happened to me because I figured out who I am, what I'm capable of, what I can come back from. And now when my other athletes have injuries, you know, I can understand, yes, their thought process at the start is really negative. They're upset. It's like, why me? Because I had the same one. But it's like, you're allowed to feel that. I validate it and I say that's okay to feel that. You can feel that for a day or two, but then we're getting back on the horse and we're trying again. Right, because we're not giving up here. Our brain, our mind is so strong that we can keep going from there. So I think that is really important. And you need to be able to support them because they need someone to lean on, not just mom and dad. They need someone outside that, someone that can relate to them to lean on and go, all right, they've been through that. I'm going through this now. I'm going to listen to what they have to say because they've been through it. They've struggled with this, you know, so it's going to, they're going to be able to improve me while I can't perform with an injury or while I'm dealing with the setback they can still improve who I am and what I'm doing by doing something different or by doing xyz you know and it just keeps the athlete focused because you can empathize with them um, and then you can help them but you can also help them see the situation from a different perspective so a lot of people when they say oh I've hurt my ankle I've hurt my knee I've hurt my hip whatever it is that that's okay you know that's a setback doesn't mean we give up doesn't mean we sit on the lounge for the next five weeks we get back into the gym and we go what can we do we can do core you know we can do upper body we can do a lot of mindset training all those sort of things so it's about just being 
able to see it from a different perspective. So if you as a coach need to step back and see the whole picture and really teach the athlete that there's more than just one side of the story. And the more that you can do that, obviously the more relatable you become, the more the athlete trusts you and the longer that they're going to work with you and understand that whatever you say is right and they, they're going to want to do it, you know. So that's about building that respect. But same with the parents too. If the athlete comes home happy, if the athlete is injured but says, I want to see Mads or I want to see blah, blah, blah because they're going to help me through this, you know, it's just giving that value to them. You become so valuable that they come back to you because that is who they want to work with because they trust you because everything else that you've taught them is so effective and it's being communicated correctly. You know, you understand what they're going through though, but you know that they can do more. And that is when you become valuable as a coach. And that's when you become a successful um, and effective coach, I believe. So I think all those things that I spoke about is super important, Um, all tied in together. Everything has its place. And the more you become uh, more adaptive and better at all those things. And it's a working progress. I'm not a perfect coach. No way am I a perfect coach. But these are the things that I've identified and I think are super important in becoming a good coach. And I always grow and I always continue to learn more about them and become better at them you know so it's always about continually studying you know watching little YouTube tutorials on certain things understanding different sports better understanding more about the psychology of different athletes also understanding about um, the different psychology and obviously different sports you know a motocross rider needs completely different psychology you know I think to hit a big jump than a tennis player does to need to hit a ball you know a ball is traveling at you at like a hundred something kilometers an hour. Like I'd freak out trying to hit that, you know, and, but the same thing is I would freak out trying to do a motocross jump as well. Like those aren't my sports. But then when I step onto a football field, you know, my psychology is like, I'm a winner. I've got this because that's, that's who I am and that's what I do. But taking me out of that sport and going into a different sport, you know, a psychology is very different. So understanding that everything is relevant in different sports um, and some people that are trying something new for the first time, just because they're in that sport, maybe can still be a bit daunting, but also it might be a bit easy for them as well. So it's also like trying to push them that little bit further and stepping them outside of their comfort zone is a super important thing to understand and learn as well. Um, but I'm getting off topic there. But yeah, so I hope those things help you guys. That is not just if, remember, if not just if you're a coach or a trainer, you know, mum and dad, you guys are the people on the sideline with your kids as well. So it's super important to remember those things as well and being able to communicate with your kids, um, your kids, coaches and trainers, doctors, physios, whoever they are. And if you guys have any questions or if you want to talk a little bit more about this, uh, I'm more than happy to um, have that conversation with people. Um, But it's always just about growing, learning and adapting. I think that is the most important thing as a coach is you just never stop learning. You always keep going. You you can change your thought process as well. So sometimes that um, you might think was right, you know, two, three years ago is now not as effective and maybe not right now. So it's okay to change. It's okay to adapt. And I think it's really important to be able to change. Um, I think it's a very mature thing to, to do is to be able to change and adapt to different situations and grow as a coach. Um, and as you know, a player, parent, athlete, any of those things, I think that's super important. But anyways, I'll leave it there. Thank you guys for listening. Remember, if you like these podcasts, please feel free to share on socials and tag me. It would be a massive help. Um, I just want to get out there and obviously educate as many people as possible. But thank you and bye. Never let them stop your grind. And when it's time, don't ever let them stop your shine. Why? Because you work hard to get there. When you get stuck, look up. Don't just sit there. There's haters.
haters regardless, just do what you do You ain't through till it's finished, man, that's what winners do